begin today the Gemara on the top of Daf Samach Gimel, three lines from the top of the page. Before the Gemara begins, the Gemara gives a simon for the different things it's going to discuss. Simon, Isha, Vekarka, Ezer, Zeis, Shtei, Habrachis, Tagori, and uh, Pachasi. Zok the Gemara, Amar Abba said, Kaladam she'en le'isha, a person that doesn't have a wife, ain't a yadam. He's not a complete person, not a complete man. Shenemar, the Pasuk says, Zohar and Akeva Bram. The Abisha created the male and the female to be one entity. And then, Vayikra Shmam Adam. And he refers to them with the name Adam. So if it's not a Zohar and Akeva together, they're not Adam. Omar Abalaz, Abalaz also said, Kaladam she'en le'karka, a person that doesn't have a piece of land that he lives on. Ain't Adam. He's not a full Adam. Shenema Shemaim Shemaim Lashem, Vahoretz Nosan Levnei Adam. A land Abish to gives to to people. So if a person has a piece of land, then he's an Adam. In Chassidus, this is usually quoted as Komi She'en Le Bias. Person that's homeless is not is not uh, living like a human being. It's the same concept. Right, so it doesn't necessarily mean that you have to own the piece of land or own your house. But the fact that a person has a piece of land or a roof over his head where he lives. What's the meaning of the Pasik? Where it says, Debisha says, I will make for you a help that's opposite you or against you. So what does this mean? It seems to be two opposites. Is a wife a help or is a wife against you? Zacha, a person merits, then his wife helps him. If he does not marry it, merit, then she opposes him, she's against him. Vikadamri, others say that Rabalaza said this in a little bit of a different version. Rabbi Lazar Rami, he asked a contradiction. He says, Ksiv kenagdoi. If you read the Pasik, so you could pronounce it differently. You could pronounce it with a patach, kenagdoi, which would mean that she hits him. The karinon, but it's pronounced, it's read. If you add in a kudis, it's read kenagdoi. So what does this mean? Zocha, if he merits, then kenagdoi. So then she's right opposite him, there to help him. Loi zocha, but if he does not merit, minagdosoi. So then she hits him. Ashkechei Rabbi Yaisi Leliyo. Rabbi Yaisi encountered Leliyo. Amalei, and he said to Leliyo, Ksiv Esaleyezer. It says that a wife is a help. Bameh Isha is Rasa Leodam. So he asks Leliyo, how is a wife help, helping a man? Interesting, he has to ask Leliyo such a kind of a question. I mean, Amalei, uh, so he answers him with a very simple answer. Adam may vichitin, a person works in the field, and he brings in the, the wheat from his, into his house, chitin kaisis. He can eat the wheat, the kernels of the wheat, just as is. Pishta, a, bring, a person brings flax in from the field. Pishta levish, he can wear the flax just as is. So he has to have his wife to, to do all the work, to grind it and to prepare it, to bake bread, and also to prepare and uh, sew clothing for him. So lenimtsis meira enough. So doesn't it come out that his wife brings light to his eyes, and she stands him up on his feet? So you see how a wife supports a husband. There has to be some deeper secrets over here in this uh, conversation that he's asking Elio. Rabbi said, What does it mean in the Pasik when it says, By Adam Sapam, after David created Chavo, so he says, Oh, now he was already happy. It's a bone from my body and it's a flesh from my body. What does this mean? Adam went and had relations with every animal. And wild beast, and he did not. He wasn't. He wasn't happy. He didn't calm down. until he had relations with Chava. Then he said, "Oh, this is my partner." Some say this doesn't mean literally that he was but it, it, it means that he understood that he, he, that his partner is only Chava.
said, What is the meaning of the Pasik? And it says, tells Avram Avinu, All nations, all the families in the world will, be, will bless themselves with you. So there's another Pshari in the word, As follows, I have two little shoots of trees. I can graft them into your family. Who are they? Rus and Nama, that both were Megayer. So these are these two shoots that were grafted into the tree of, of the Yidin. Then when it says in the Pasuk, what does this mean? That all the families of the earth will, will bless themselves with you. All the families of the Goyim that live in the, in the land. Whatever blessing they get, they're only getting it because of the sake of Yidin. It's a similar pasuk that it says afterwards over there also by Avram Avinu, Kol It says over there v'nivruchu boy Kol So what does it mean here? Aphilis finos habois migalia laspamia. Even a boat that's traveling from Galia to Aspamia. So some say Galia is today's France and Aspamia is Spain or maybe Italy. So the boat that are traveling in that area in the world, Einon misbarchais, whatever blessing they get, they're not getting it ela b'shvul Yisrael only for the sake of Yidden. Omer also said, and the future, after Mashiach comes, all the craftsmen will drop their work, and instead they will just work in the field, farmers. Shanam the Postic says, all those that are on the boats and they're holding on to their oars, they will drop it, all the captains on the sea, and they will drop all of that and they will come, they'll stand on the earth, they'll, they'll be farmers working in the field. also said, there's no work that's lower or that's more simple than just working in the field. And that Pasuk, it says, that they go down a level. And so why is this a blessing on Lassad Lave? So the, the Mepharshim say, because the point here is that Lassad Lave, people will be very content and satisfied with what they're doing. They're not going to look to be a craftsman or have some kind of a high position in business. They'll be happy to just do simple work and work in their field. Rabbi Loza saw a field. It was plowed in its width which is not the way you usually plow a field. You have to usually plow it in the length. So when you walk into the field, you can then come and plant it and go straight down the rows. So over here it was planted in the wrong direction in the length, in the, in the width that is. Omalei, so Rabbi said, as if he's speaking to the field, even if it would be thrown to the length, meaning even if the plowing would be done in its length in the proper way, but to turn over and to go instead into business and not to be a farmer, is better than occupying myself with the field there and being a farmer. Rav, all the Beni Shibli, Rav walked between the sheaves in a field. He was standing in the middle of a field. There was beautiful wheat that was growing. Chazinu the and he saw that it's blowing in the wind. Amaluhu, so again he said, it's like he's speaking to the field. Inaifis is nufi. Even if you're blowing so beautifully in the, in the wind, hafuchi be'iske, but instead, instead of being a farmer, turning over and going into business, tav minach is better than working here in the field. Rava said about the same thing, a person that invests a hundred zuz, a hundred dollars, or whatever it is, into business, he'll have meat and wine to eat and drink every day. A person invests a hundred zuz in being a farmer in a field, so then, all he'll have to eat is salt and some vegetables. 
And not only this, he'll have to lie out over there in the field to protect this field. And it also, there's people that he can get into fights and quarrels with people that argue with him on the ownership or on the border of the field. Rav Papa said, You should plant the food that you eat on your own for your family that you need and do not buy it in the market. And then he adds and explains, even if it's the same, this that you're investing in planting, and this that you're going and buying, it's the same money that it costs, but nevertheless, what you plant yourself has a certain blessing in it, so, and, uh, and the, the, the others that you buy out do not have that same kind of a bracha in it. Then he says, If a person sees that he needs money, he's becoming poor, so sell from your possessions and do not wait until you become poor. When, but what is for is this? What should you sell? Hanimili bistriki. This is only when it comes to Rashi says clear bias furniture, or Rashi says tapet balaza mats or carpets, things that you have in your house that you don't really need. So you can sell it, so you don't become poor. Avul glima. If a person has his garments that he's wearing, loy misramile. This is something you shouldn't sell when you see you're becoming poor, because how do you know if you're going to find other garments to buy to wear? Another. Uh, good, good advice the Gemara gives over here. Time v'loy tashpitz. If you see there's a hole in the wall, so close up the hole before it becomes too big and then you're going to have to expand this hole and plaster it. Shpitz, if this hole already became big, so then plaster it and close it up. And v'loy tivni, so you won't have to demolish the whole wall and rebuild the whole wall. Shekalaisik bebinyin, once you get to that point and you have to rebuild it completely, so anyone that's busy doing construction, mismaskin, you become poor. The cost of construction makes a person poor. Mara says another good advice. You see a field that's for sale, so then jump straight into it and go ahead and buy it. Don't, don't think too much about whether it's a good investment or not. But Messiah and Nasevitsa, when it comes to choosing a wife to get married to, so go about that slowly to make sure that she's a good wife. Another thing is Naches Darge and Nasevitsa. And when a person marries a wife, he should go down a level and marry his wife. Rashi says that if a person has a wife that's on a lower level than him, then she'll be able to respect him. If not, she won't. And another good advice, sak darge, go up a level and bechar shushvine, and choose a friend. When it comes to a friend, so you have someone that you can be connected to him and you could respect him and emulate him, so you go up a level. Amar Abelazabaravine said, Ain't put on his balaylam, Ela Bishvil Yisrael. Whatever punishment comes into the world, it's only for the sake of Yidin. Similar to what it said before, all brachas in the world are for the sake of Yidin. Same also with the punishments in the world. Shanemat says in the Pasik, Hikarti Goyim, Neshamu Pinaisam. The Ebishter destroy their corners, the Chrafti Chutzaisam. The Ebishter destroy the outskirts of the cities. And over there in the Pasuk it says afterwards, Amarti, the Ebishter said, Ach tiri oisi tikhimusa. This is all for the purpose of Yidin to see what the Ebishter does, the destruction the Ebishter brings in the world, so Yidin can take a lesson from this, to see how the Ebishter can punish. Rav have a miftar me Rav was departing from Rabchia. Amalei, so he said to him, Rachmana litzlach, the Ebishah should save you, mimidi de kashem imaisa, from something that's even worse than death. So the Gemara asks, mi ike midi de kashem imaisa, is this something that's worse, worse than death? So Nafak dok vashkech, he went out and thought about this, and yes, he found there is something worse than death that you see in a Pasik. And I find that it's more bitter than death, a wife, v'gaymer. 
So what does this mean? This is a wife that's giving a person pain and suffering, as the Gemara here is going to illustrate a lot of different amiraim uh, and stories that happened. Rav have a de biso. So Rav, his wife, gave him pain. What, what, what did she do? When she's asked her, when he asked her, prepare me talufchi, which is lentils, of the lay Instead, she made him chimtzi. What's chimtzi? How do they translate it over there? Chimtzi. Chimtzi. Yeah, they don't have the translation. Some say it's peas type or it's a type of legumes. Possibly. possibly what? Peas. Peas. Okay. Chimtzi. If she asked him to make chimtzi of the talufchi, instead she made him lentils. She always did the opposite of what he said. So when Chie, Rav's son, was older, so now he would send Chie, his son, to tell his wife what he wants. So Apachla, and so he would, whatever Rav said, tell your mother to prepare for me, let's say, Talufchi, so he would go and tell her the opposite. So like this, he knew that his father will get what he wanted. So what happened? Omalei, so Rav says to his son, Look, your mother improved her ways. She, she gives me what I want. So his son Chiyah said to him, It's me that's telling you the opposite of what you told me to tell her, and that's why and that's why she's giving you what you want. Rav said to his son, I see the, what the wise thing that you did here. So this is what people say, The child that is born of you, He could teach you wisdom. This, this is a good idea that you did, that you went and tell her the opposite, so I get what I want. But, nevertheless, Rav tells his son, You shouldn't do this. Don't tell her the opposite of what I said. Because Shanama, the Apostolic says, If you get accustomed to saying something which is not true, so Hava brings you to Avedis, Vegaimer. So, therefore, even a lie like this, which is not forbidden, nevertheless, don't get accustomed to saying a lie. Rabchia, similar story, Rabchia's wife gave him pain. What was it? So then, well actually it, says, it doesn't say how she pained him, but then it says about Rabchi himself, when he would find something in the, in the marketplace that he knew his wife would like, he wrapped it in a garment, he sort of like a gift wrapped it, and he brought it to her. So Rav said to Rabchi, why are you doing this? Why are you bringing her these things? She gives you pain. She doesn't deserve this. It's enough for us that they raise our children and they save us from Avedis. As Rashi says, when a person is married to his wife, he doesn't have Hirhurim of other wives or other women. Dr. Gemara has a similar story. Rav Yehude taught Rav Yitzchak Berei, Rav Yitzchak his son, the Pasuk where it says that I find a wife to be more bitter than death. Amalei, Sarav Yitzchak, his son, tells his father, where do you find such a thing? Sarav Yudah says, like your mother. So the Gemara asks on this, is this true that Rav Yehuda had this suffering from his wife? But we know also that Rav Yehuda taught his son Yitzchak and they said to him, person only finds kairis ruach, that it calms him down and it's, it's, it's good for him, his wife, and the first wife that a person marries. Shenemar, there's a pasuk that says, that a person has joy from the wife of his youth. So was his wife, was Rav Yudah's wife painful for him or was she joyous for him? So the Maran, and Rav Yudah told Rav Yitzchak, man, 
So again, Rav Yitzchak that is asked his father of Yehuda, who, who is the wife that brings joy? So he tells his son, your mother. So, so the Gemara answers, Maskif Tkife. She was very strong-minded or very forceful on one hand. So therefore he said that she could be more bitter than death. But on the other hand, she did, she was able to compromise and give up on her, on her opinion so, easily. So therefore he said that she brings him joy. So what's an example of a behavior of a bad wife? Omar Abayas, Abayas says, She prepares a meal, she prepares a table for him, but she also prepares her mouth to speak to him and verbally abuse him. Rav Omar Rabbi says, She prepares him a table of food, but she turns his back to him and she doesn't join him. Said, person gets married. His avedis are clogged up. It's, it's, he doesn't uh, do avedis anymore. Shanam the pasuk says, "Matza isha, matza A person finds a wife, he finds good, and v'yafik ratzim Hashem taif. So he, the Gemara is teaching the word v'yafik that it closes up his his avedis. Uh, in Eretz Yisrael, based on what we learned before, so in Eretz Yisrael, when a person got married to his wife, Omri Lei, they would say to him, Hachi as follows, What kind of wife did you marry? Did you marry a wife which is Matzah, or a wife that is Matzah? What's the difference? Matzah, is it a wife that it's Matzah, Dechsev, Matzisha, Matzah Tev? You find a wife, you find good. Or Matzah, Dechsev, Matzah, Ani, Mar, Mimavesasisha. That I find more bitter from, uh, from death as a wife. You know, what does this mean? So why in Eretz Yisrael would they ask a person this? I mean, this embarrasses a person. You ask such a kind of direct question. Is your wife matzah or matzah? Elamai, the pshat is that it's really dependent on the husband. They're asking the husband, what are you bringing out from your wife? Is this a wife that's matzah or matzah? It's, it's telling him a, a, a lesson. Which, which aspect of your wife are you, uh, are you drawing out? Amarav <coughs> Rav says, Ishara, person has a bad wife, mitzvah legarsha. So it's a mitzvah to divorce her. You're blaming the husband? I'm not, yeah, and that's the Okay. a bad wife, mitzvah legarsha. It's a mitzvah to divorce her. The the Pasik says, Gadash leitz, v'yetze modern, you should be megadash, you should expel a letz, and a modern, she brings fights, take her out of the house, v'yishpa is din, v'kolin. You get rid of this judgment and this embarrassment. If you have a bad wife, but the ksuba, that you, money that's written in the ksuba is a very high price, and you don't have, you can't afford to divorce her. So then, what you do is marry a second wife. Marry a second wife. It'll be her competition. It'll put her in place. People say with a friend, with a with a, another wife, which is a rival to her, that will put her in place. And not a thorn. Even if you put thorns in her body, it won't necessarily teach her a lesson. You marry a second wife, it will. A bad wife is as bad like a rainy and a windy day, a hurricane. Shanama the Pasik says, Delef, Taited, Biyayim, Sagre, it leaks and is, it's, it's very bothersome on a very windy and rainy day. Veishes, Midyanim, and then a bad wife, Nishtava. These two are the same, they're equal. Come and see in the Pasik how good a good wife is for a person. And the Kamara Ishara, and how bad a bad wife is. How good a good wife is, like the Pasik says, You find a wife, you find goodness. Now, so he explains, 
If the Pshara, that's Pasuk, is that it's actually speaking about a wife, so then, So the Pasuk is saying, look how good a wife is, the Pasuk is praising her. If this Pasuk, when it speaks about Matzah Isha, it's not really speaking about a wife, it's all an, an, a, a marshal for Teireh. So when the Pasuk is saying, So that itself can teach you how good a wife is, because when the Pasuk is looking for a marshal, for real goodness, to describe Teire, it, it uses the muscle of a good wife. So that shows you even more how good a good wife is. Similar, when it comes to Kamera, Ishara, how bad a bad wife is, that a bad wife is worse than death. If the Pasuk is speaking about a bad wife, so So you see here, the Pasuk is saying how disgraceful and how bad a bad wife is. If this Pasuk is being used as a marshal for how bad Gehenim is, so he understand even more. How bad is a bad wife? That if you're looking for a marshal for Gehenim, we use the, the marshal of a bad wife. Pasuk says, I will bring upon you raw bad things. And he won't be able to see you, find your way out of it. What does this refer to? This is a person that has a bad wife. And the price of the ksub is so high that he can't afford to divorce her. Another Pasuk, it says, You gave her into my hands, and I can't stand up from her. This is another Pasuk speaking about a bad wife and the price of the ksub is too high. They said, that this Pasuk here, actually, when it says that the uh, Debesha gives it into your hands, it's speaking about something else. It's if a person feeding himself and it's all the money, the food that he has comes only from the money that he has. But he doesn't have anything that he grows on his own. So he's, he's relying on the money and the price in the market goes up and down, it fluctuates and he doesn't have any peace of mind knowing that he has food that he grows on his own. Pasik in the Teichach, it says, Bonecha ubneisecha, your sons and daughters, Nisunim la'amacher, will be given to a different nation. What does this refer to? Amar Avchanan barav, Amar Av, Sa'av. This actually refers to a person that his first wife passed away, or divorced her, and now he has children, and he marries a second wife, and the second wife it becomes the stepmother to the children that he had from a previous marriage, so she could end up treating her children that he has with him in one way, and her stepchildren differently, not in the same way. So it's like his children are now in the, in the hands of a foreign nation, of this stepmother. The Pasuk says, With a nation, a disgusting nation, I will make them angry. What is this? Also in the Teichichil, what does this mean? Again, it refers to a wife, a bad wife, and the price of the Ksub is too high. That's a pasuk that speaks about the tzedakim. And he said in his heart, there's no God referring to the tzedakim. That's the begoin novel achisem. And in Abraisi, we learned the third pshat of what goin novel means. Elo anshe barbaria, vanshe martenoi. These are people from barbaria, martenoi. I think it says different places far away in Africa. Huh? And where? Okay. Shemahalchen arumim b'shok. They walk around. Undressed in the street. There isn't something that's more abominable and more disgusting in front of the Eibishter. Like a person that walks in the street undressed or hardly dressed, like walking around like an animal in the street. 
Rabbi Yechenen Omar, Rabbi Yechenen says another pshat, what's this goy novel? Elu chaveirim, this refers to chaveirim, chaveirim does not mean friends here, chaveirim Rashi brings, these are from the Persians, they were big rishayim, they would, they would cause trouble for Yidin, they didn't recognize the greatness of Yidin. The Gemara here brings a story about this. They told Rabbi Yechenen, Asu these Persian rishayim came to Bavl. So Shagan Nafal, he, he leaned over and he fell down from, from this bad news. Amrulei, then they said to him, You could bribe them. Even when they make you trouble, you can bribe them. So Taretz Yasef, he sat up back and he, he realized that we can save ourselves from them. What happened then? Gazru al-Gimel. They decreed three things on the Yidin. So Rabbi Yechanan said, you know why they decreed these three things? Mipne Gimel, Gazru. It's because of three things that the Yidin did not keep. That's why they uh, decreed these things. Again, Mipnei Gimel, because of three things. Gazru ala basar. They decreed that the Yidin should not be able to shech, to eat meat. Mipnei amatonis. Because the Yidin were withholding those gifts that you're supposed to give to the Kayanim. There's a certain section in the body of the animal, the Zraya Lachyayim and Keva, you're supposed to give to Kayanim. There's actually an argument about this, if this applies in Chutzlaretz or not. So, according to some opinions, it applies even in Chutzlaretz, and that's what it's referring to over here, that they withheld this from the Kayanim. Gazru ala they also made a decree that they should close the bathhouses, because Yidin were not careful with the, the mitzvah of tefillah. Third thing was, they're, on bed, they're uncovering the, the people, the dead bodies that are buried. What was this a reason for? Because Yidin were joining in the, in the celebrations of the holidays of the Goyim. Shanama, the Pasik says, that Abishra will punish you and your fathers. Your fathers are not even alive anymore. So what's the punishment to the fathers? This that it says here that they un- uncover their bodies. The bodies that were buried that are being uncovered. The master said, because of the Avedis of those that are alive, so Mason Mishatatin. The bodies of those that were buried become uncovered. There's a pasuk that says, They will not be gathered and be buried. They'll, they'll be left like dung that's on the surface of the ground. They won't be properly buried. And right afterwards, the pasuk says, To pass away, death is better than, better than life. So the question is, why is death better than life? And especially here, it's saying that they're not even going to be buried. So explain to him, Nivchar, Moves, L'Rishayim, the Pasik is telling you that death for the Shayim is better for them. They shouldn't remain alive in this world. Because if, as long as they remain alive, they keep on sinning and then the Yiplu began. They fall into Ganem, so it's better they pass away and not continue sinning. Kosov Besefer Ben Sira. It says in the Sefer of Ben Sira, Ben Sira was someone that wrote different things. We had this once before in the Gemara. This was in the time of the second Besam Mikdash. So it says interesting things in the Sefer, and the Gemara quotes in different places here. The Gemara quotes things that it said in Sefer Ben Sira. It says there as follows, Isha toiva matana toiva. A good wife is a very good gift, labayla for her husband. Uksev toiva becheik yireya lekim tinosen. This good will be given in the lap of one that's God-fearing, that uh, the Ebershah gives it him. The Bach actually puts, puts this together. He takes out a few words over here, and he says you have to read it together, that a good wife is a good gift for someone that's God-fearing. Ishera, a bad wife, tzoras labayla. It's like a tzoras for the husband. Ma'ita kante. So what should a husband do with such a wife? Yigarshena, he should divorce her. V'yisrape mitzarate. And he'll be healed from this tzoras. Isha yafa, beautiful wife. Ashrei baila, fortunate is her husband. 
and misper yamav kiflayim, and he counts his numbers, his days, it's like double. Because of the quality of his life with a good wife, it's like his wife is uh, double. His life, that is, the, the days are double. The Pasik then says, or, or, or actually, it's not the Pasik, this is, I guess, part of the, what it says in Sefer Ben Sirah. Close your eyes from looking at a beautiful wife. Because you might be caught in her trap. Do not go but together with her husband to pour wine and beer. Because in the, in the, in the face or the beauty of a beautiful woman, many were destroyed. And many other peoples that were killed because of this. And also many people that are peddlers that go around from city to city and they sell things to women, perfumes and all kinds of things that women buy. And therefore they look at these women and therefore they get wounded by this. And they become accustomed to these not proper relationships because they're looking at beautiful women when they're not supposed to. Kenitzot's maver gacheles. It's like a spark that brings uh, the fire of a coal that it should be turned on fire. Keklov meloy oif. And just like you have a cage that's full of, full of their birds, came bateyem meleyem mirma. So to these people that look and at these women and they're not supposed to, their house is full of mirma, full of deceit. Al totzar, another thing that it says there is, al totzar macher. Do not be so worried and, and uh, concerned about the tzaras that may come tomorrow. Kiletele, mayolad yoyim. It's never pays to worry about tomorrow. You never know what's going to be tomorrow. Shema macher ba Maybe that tomorrow that you were so worried about, that's never going to come to be at all. And nimtza mitztair, ala oilam shein shaloi. So you're worrying about a world, about something that might happen that's not even yours, that never ends up materializing. Another thing it says there, Hold back many in the public of coming into your house. Not everybody from the street you have to bring into your house. The person has to know exactly who he brings into his home. And also, Many should be those that are seeking your, your good. But but your private things, your secrets, that you, the people that you confide with, should also all, only be to one in a thousand. So you don't have to say your private things and your secrets to everybody in the street. Amar Ravasi, Ravasi said, this, we had this before in the Gemara, Ein ben David ba, at sheyichlu kol haneshamis shebeguf. Mashiach doesn't come until all those neshamis that exist above in that oitzer, that's called guf, until all those neshamis come down into the world. Shanema, the Pasuk says, Ki ruach melofana yatoiv v'neshamis aniya sisi. So the Ruach, Melufana Yatav, the Yatav Rashi said before means that, that, that when they get delayed, so therefore Mashiach doesn't come. So the Ebesha creates those Nishamas, they have to come down to the world. Tan, you will learn, Nabrai said, Rabbi Yezer, Rabbi Rabbi said, Komi, Shei Naisik Bepiri Viribya, person that does not occupy himself in giving birth to children, Kiilu Shaifech Damim. It's like he's spilling. It's like he's spilling blood. Shanama the Pasik says, A person that spills blood, his blood will be spilled. Uksiv Basrei, right after that Pasik, it says, that you should multiply. So you see that, it, that if you don't, so then you're like spilling blood. Rabbi Yaakov says a different thing. If you don't have children, if you don't are Isaac in having children, so then it's as if you're minimizing the demos, the image of Hashem in the world. Shanema, the Pasik says, Ki malikim adam. The Abisha created a person in the image of Hashem. Uksiv Basrei, and right afterwards it says, Vatem Pruvu, you should give birth to children, you're bringing the image of Hashem into the world. And Azayim Ibn Azay says it's both both are true. 
It's as if you're spilling blood and you minimize the image of Hashem in the world. The psukum that we just brought here. So now Amru Layla Ben Azai. Ben Azai is the one that said this. So they said to Ben Azai, Yeshna Dairish There's a person that darshans beautifully and he also fulfills what he says. And then there's a person that's Noah Mekayim. He fulfills beautifully, but even if he's not a, a great, beautiful Baldarshan. But Va'ato, Noah you expound and say about the importance of having children. But you don't fulfill what you yourself are darshaning. That's because Rabbi Benazai did not get married, he did not, get, did not have children. Amalem Benazai, Sabinazai answered, What should I do? That my soul desires to learn Taira. And therefore he said, It's possible that the world will stand on others that will have children and not me. This is actually brought la'alacha. I mean, in other words, what you see over here from this Gemara is that even though Pir Yeribi is a mitzvah, and it's a great mitzvah, it's the first mitzvah in the Taira, but nevertheless, the obligation of having children, if a person is really learning Taira, like Benazai, the level of Benazai, of Nafshi Chashkebat Taira, he's potter from the mitzvah of Pir Yeribi. He doesn't have to have children. Tanya, Idach, we learned in a different Braise, the same thing that we just said before, but a little bit of a different version in the names here. Rabbi Eliezer said that call me She'ein Isaac that someone that does not occupy himself in having children, so then, it's like he's spilling blood. Like it said before. And here, Rabbi Loza ben Azariah, before it was Rabbi Yaakov, here it's Rabbi Loza ben Azariah, so he said, Kilo most, you're diminishing the image of Hashem in the world. And then Ben Azariah, exactly like it said before, Ben Azariah said that it's both, that you're diminishing the demos of the Ebishna and Yeshayfech Dam. Amrullah ben Azariah, Yeshna the conclusion is the same as before, and Ben Azariah said that Nafshi Choshke that his desires, his whole occupation is, is, is joy in learning Taira.